Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's Deborah and Jackie on a beautiful day in Toronto. Beautiful. Really stunning. And, you know, we usually don't record at this time, but something has got my goat, Deb, and <laughs> I, I really feel it's necessary to address it. And we're going to call it the war of the unvaccinated. Oh, yeah. And I think it's a powerful topic because, you know, if we're looking at the news these days, the issue is really you know, the resurgence of uh, COVID cases, you know, we're in a new variant, and there could be yet another one after that, and maybe another one after that, we do not have any control over the magnitude of this virus. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be overwhelming. There are literally more than 4 million people worldwide, that means no country has been spared the devastating loss of life from this virus. Right. And when I was uh, browsing through the news, uh, you know, as I occasionally do sometimes, spending more time than others, I noticed very sadly that after losing almost 600,000 citizens, the U.S. is back on this bandwagon again. People are dying like flies, particularly in the southern states. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Florida, Texas, uh, Louisiana. Wow. And why is that happening, Deb? Because they're not vaccinated. Because they're not vaccinated. So you don't want to make a case and, and take one side of the argument versus the other. But the truth is, this is who is taking up the hospital beds, whether it's in intensive care or just the need to be hospitalized because they have serious signs of this Delta variant and they have never been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Not even one shot. They have just said, I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't care what the government advises. I don't care what the doctors say. I'm not getting this vaccine. So, I mean, what do we say in this case, Deb? Do we say, okay, let's fold our arms. If you don't want to get it, that's your prerogative. I unfortunately can't see it that way. Right. I think people have a personal responsibility and I'm going to tie it to scriptural issues in the sense that there are two key codes that govern biblical, uh, existence. Number mm -hmm. one is obedience to God. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and body. Right. And then second, what does he say? Love your, your neighbor, neighbor as, as yourself. yourself. And, and there's so much power packed in that because those two thoughts are inseparable, mm -hmm. which means getting vaccinated is not only to protect your life, but to protect the life of other people that you're going to encounter every day. And let me take an important scripture. This is the only one we're going to give you. But, you know, I'm going to take one side of this equation and Deb is going to take the other. And she has some good points that may support people whose position on vaccination is very negative. But she's going to hold the argument nicely together. But here is the quote here. Uh, this is from 1 Corinthians 10. And it says, you say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Don't be concerned for your own good, but for the good of others. So you may eat any meat that is sold in the marketplace without raising questions of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If someone who isn't a believer asks you home for dinner, accept the invitation if you want to. Eat whatever is offered to you without raising questions of conscience. But suppose someone tells you this meat was offered to an idol. Don't eat it out of consideration for the conscience of the one who told you. It might not be a matter of conscience for you, but it is for the other person. For why should my freedom be limited by what someone else thinks? If I can thank God for the food and enjoy it, why should I be condemned for eating it? 
So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Don't give offense to Jews or Gentiles or the church of God. I too try to please everyone in everything I do. I don't just do what is best for me. I do what is best for others so that many may be saved. And you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. Now this is from Paul, who was one of the key writers of the great portion of the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a very treasured apostle of the Lord. So here is my position. I am angry when I see people who don't get this vaccine. I think they are putting my life at risk and they are affecting my ability to enjoy freedom in the world that I'm a part of. I do not, do not feel safe if I'm on a plane and I don't have confirmation that the person beside me hasn't been vaccinated. That's a violation of my rights. If I travel thinking that I have done the best that I can do to preserve my life and somebody beside me doesn't give a damn about the quality of theirs or the rest of the passengers aboard that flight. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I take that position. And I basically am just sort of saying that it is awful to have to look at a news report and see somebody who's hospitalized near death that says, I'm so sorry I didn't take this vaccine. You know, I, I regret what I'm doing to my family. I regret what it's costing me and my, my job, my finances, just because I didn't think I needed this vaccine. And now I'm telling everybody to get it. Too little, too late. Okay. Well, <clears throat> thank you so much for your opinions. I mean, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people out there feel the same way. But there's a flip side to all of this, okay? We live in a world where freedom of choice still matters and people will decide whether they want to do something or they don't want to do something now in case of this virus that came upon us so suddenly and is going into two years now since we're still battling this disaster and the outcome of this is a vaccine now they've had many vaccine um They've had many vaccine trials, I would say. This is most like kind of like a trial vaccine, to be honest with you. Um, a lot of people has died because of, you know, vaccination. Some have died because of COVID. And the other ones that's taken the vaccine still got COVID and is still sick. Now, relatively, when we're talking about you know, people jeopardizing other people's life by not being vaccinated. That might be one aspect of it. But we have to remember, we cannot, the, the government cannot mandate vaccination because it is still a freedom of choice. And also, not everyone can be vaccinated due to medical history. Some people cannot be vaccinated because of religious belief. Like some people already believe that this is part of the, the mark of the beast. Either you get it in your forehead or your arm. We don't know. So if their religious belief is strong enough to say, well, I'm not going to get this vaccine because the Bible says that I can't be mad at them. The other, the other half of people that don't want to take the vaccine has a phobia to needles. A lot of people do want to take the vaccine, but a lot of people have a phobia with needles. I've worked at a vaccination center where I've seen grown men and women come in scared. They even faint and pass out at the thought or sight or a touch of a needle. Not, it's not like they didn't want to because they show up wanting the vaccine, but then the after effect is that it freaked them the hell out. I've seen kids 
screaming, begging the parents, mom, please don't let me do this. Don't. And the, the parents have the child in, in, in a headlock to get this vaccine and the child have a phobia for needles. Hmm. Nobody should have to live like that. Right. And whereas there are other people who's just not satisfied with the research, with the way this vaccine has been, you know, presented. They're not happy with, with the result that they've seen from a couple of the vaccines. Uh, AstraZeneca, which so much blood clot end up to death. Moderna even have its own side effects. Pfizer even have its own side effects. So, I mean... When we're talking about this vaccine, this is a man-made vaccine. Man has sat and strategically developed and come up with this inhumane act to destroy humans' life. And now they're putting like almost a gun to our head to say, get vaccinated because you have to protect other people around you. Why didn't they do their job by protecting us in the first place? By not making such evil I can't argue with any of your points there, Deb. As I say, you always present a solid alternative to some of the statements that I'm making. Uh, those are excellent points. They really are. And I, I have always said in the beginning, we really don't know how this got started. And until we get to the bottom of this, this could easily happen again and again. And already the world has been thrown into turmoil. We can't get to the bottom of it because it's not within our power to get to the bottom of it. The fact is these are men who at the top in authority that come that don't sleep at night or day and come up with these ideas of how to limit the population of how to make economy much better or how to decrease this and how to increase that and they're playing with human lives like so this our is lives pure is, evil it's pure evil i'm telling you yeah collateral damage mm -hmm. and the bible talk about that the bible talk about how much men will do even if even men is trying to destroy, if men could destroy Jesus Christ when he came, who are we for men not to destroy? We the only the only the only difference is that Jesus Christ had power to raise himself from the dead to show that nothing can stop him. And through grace and by grace and through faith, we are saved through that. So that's the other element that we are so blessed to have this freedom in Christ. And not just dying and never to return again by the hands of men. Yeah. And the works of the devil. This is purely evil that we see today. So meanwhile, authorities are trying to mandate or enforce or even bribe. They're even bribing people $500, $10,000, $2,000 to get vaccinated. Why is it so important for you to pay me to save my life if I choose not to save my life? Well, again, because you're you're affecting other people, and this is the problem. But how am I, I affecting mean, other people? You were the one who created this to affect people in the first case. If you didn't put this in effect, I wouldn't be able to affect other people. So why get mad at me if I am not if I don't want to be part of that system? Well, it's the chicken and the egg, Deb. Of course, it was started by someone, and it has done damage to people. But the result is, how do we minimize that damage? And right now, they're saying that to vaccinate people is the safest way to bring this to a conclusion. Right now, there's no end to this, and this could go on. We could wind up wearing masks so for the next you, five years. But how do you know this is the safest? way but you and i got vaccinated but how do we know this is the safest way we don't but according but to this, that's because the fundamental assessment we are minimizing our chances of being hospitalized or severely affected by the side effects of this but i agree with you it's not perfect 
there are still immunocompromised people who they're saying may have to get booster shots. So they not only had to go through this twice, but they may have to go through it a third time. Hey, it's and not there's just still those no people. guarantee. All yeah. of us have to go and get booster shot. This is not just a people who has high medical history. These, this booster shot is going to be for everyone. Hmm. Well, that... Because now we have the Delta variant, which this COVID vaccine is not even made for that. It's not made for that. Yep. Because that one goes undetected straight to your lungs, give you pneumonia, you die. So they're like Well, they're, the transmission of Delta two is much more dangerous than the first wave of this virus. So if, if one person gets it, it's easier for five hundred people to carry it than it would have been, you know, in the first wave of this. So this is the problem. That it, it's the intensity of the damage that can be done by remaining in an unvaccinated status. And this is what you cannot seem to get through to people. And some of them follow the logic of your points. As you say, a lot of spiritually minded people don't want to get this vaccine because they see it. As you said, it's like a mark of evil. It's a mark of the devil to, to get this vaccine. There's, there's biblical references to this. If you read the book of Revelation and all these kind of things. So this is a very complicated issue. But when the death toll keeps rising and you have to shut your economies down and the millions of dollars that are lost and the people that are losing their livelihood, maybe to never let it come back. How else can you deal with this, in my opinion, except to try to say to people, you need this vaccination. As a starting point, you need it. It is a saving force that will provide some degree of protection. And I'm still going to say, people, make your choices as long as you can live with it. Or die with it. Well, you yeah, know, eat or As the case goes, yes. Eat or because, like, I'm not going to be going around preaching to people to take the vaccine when I don't know their position. I don't know their position. I can't fly because I didn't take a vaccine shot. I can't travel because I didn't take a vaccine shot. I can't work. Now they're mandating people who are in government to get the vaccine. Yes, they are in like, Canada. And, they're and being that, strict that about to it. Me, yeah. That to me is just total democracy. Like, come on. How, well, do you, how, do you, how, do you, how do you force me to take something I don't want to take? How do you do that? Already, that's the mark of the beast enforcing right there. Well, because they are, if you're not taking it, doing it right you now. can't work, you can't yeah. eat, you can't buy, you can't sell. Listen, God, please hurry up and come for this world. Don't leave me here. This is this is not turning out to be the world that I know you 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 created this world for your perfect human beings, and then we turn it upside down, and now all these counteraction that we're facing and we have to go through, like it's just not fair. It is so now my into son a disaster. If my son don't get the vaccine, he can't go to school? You know what? That's not even a problem. I, my, my son might be better off at home where I can teach him the things and the values of life, where I can actually implement the Bible, which I've already done anyways. He can continue on that path because to me, ignorance is expensive. It's more expensive than education. And, I'm, and this, is what, this is what this world is about, pure ignorance. Well, everybody is taking sides and people are just sinking their heels into cement and they're just becoming immovable. And I don't see where the middle ground is anymore. 
because people are getting vaccinated. There's no question. We have almost 80% of our population in Canada vaccinated, which is a great level. But we still have parts of the country that are still coming up and being affected by new variants. So once they think they have it under control, it implodes again. And then it's just a matter of time before we find out that we're not making as much progress as we thought we were. You know, so how do we deal with this? When I look back at some old videos, Obama was the first person who talked about this pandemic to happen. He said five years from now, there will be a pandemic that will wipe out almost half of this earth. Huh. Nobody paid attention to that until when the pandemic happened, that video starts circulating again. So how did Obama know that? Right? Because that's something that's been discussed among leaders. These leaders in this world are the ones that's is respond. Oh, those are the ones that's responsible for the position that we're in right now. So how do we work with those kind of leaders who constantly undermine the things that is beneficial for us to live and survive to suit their own needs? How do we trust these people? In every country, you find a culprit. In every country, you find a, a, a controlled person who wants to control people. And they are succeeding at it. They are succeeding in amplifying the divisions between people. And this is why people are taking sides. I'm either going to do this or I'm just vehemently opposed to doing it. And this is creating, I, I think what is producing the most division is the anger. There's so much anger out there. And the anger, I think, is caused by the confusion. It's caused by people not really seeing a, a resolution or an end to this. And it's just not looking good over the long term. All I know is that hmm. power is given to the wrong people. Power corrupts. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. Machiavelli said that hundreds of years ago. And yes. it's still true to this day. Yeah. Absolutely. The more power the wrong person have, the more corruption you will see. Yep. And evil loves company. And I don't want to be part of that. And if you guys feel the need to take the vaccine, I'm not saying no. It could save your life. It could save your family life, your friends and your community. Do it. But at the same time, you have a choice to make. If you feel absolutely against taking this vaccine, then stand by your choice and God will stand with you. And that's all I'm going to say about this vaccine conversation. May God bless us. May God keep us. And may God restore us from this devastating plague, plague that has come upon us by mankind. Amen.